1: Well, hey, everyone, I hope you're having a great day, and thanks for tuning in to the Quick Start Podcast. My name is Joe, and I serve as the worship pastor at Living Hope Columbus. Today, our passage is in Revelation chapter 2, as Paul writes the seven churches. Now, before we dive in, there's much debate over who these seven churches are and what they represent. Some will say there's seven literal churches in Asia Minor. Others will say they're symbolic of the seven church ages throughout church history. Now, I want to help you with this because we shouldn't be debating over this. Remember, the book of Revelation is the only book God promises a blessing to those who read it, hear it, and obey it. The book is meant for a blessing, not division. So who are the seven churches? Are they literal or symbolic? Well, let's go to Revelation one eleven. God tells John, write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches. He then goes on and lists the seven churches that exist in Asia Minor at that time. In the next two chapters, he's going to address each church specifically by name. So he's writing to seven literal churches. However, we're told in First 1 Corinthians 10.11, Now these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. So the book of Revelation was written to seven literal churches in Asia Minor, and it was written for our instruction, meaning we will absolutely see similarities of the seven churches and the churches throughout church history, all of which should heed the warnings and instruction found in God's Word. So what instruction do we see in Revelation 2? Look, well, Look at verse 2. John's writing to the church in Ephesus, and it says, I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know you're enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you've not grown weary. Now these are all great things that the church in Ephesus was doing, but notice verse 4. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. See, the church in Ephesus was doing great work for the Lord, but they were no longer doing it for the same reasons. They had forgotten their first love, and their first love was obviously Christ. Every Christian can remember the zeal they had for Christ when they first got saved. Many have said, when I first got saved, I had to tell everyone. But what happened? Sadly, they stopped doing that because they forgot their first love. It happens to all of us. We read the Bible, we pray, we serve at church, we tell others about Jesus when we have to. But there's no desire to do them. We just do them because we're supposed to, right? I know I've been there many times. Yet we're told to recognize where we are, repent, and go back to doing the first works out of an overflowing love for Christ and his work on the cross for us. Remember, we were dead in our sins. But now we've been made alive in Christ because of what He did. We're forgiven because of what He did. We're declared righteous because of what He did. And one day we'll reign with Christ forever because of what He did. So let us not be a church who's just going through the motions, has forgotten their love for Christ. But let us keep Him the main focus. And let us do the works out of an overflow of love for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Friends, I hope this encourages you today. Thanks again for tuning in to the Quick Start Podcast.